there are moments and evenings um, when I really do feel like I think I should be doing something far more productive. But a lot of times what I'm doing is a lot of fun and I want to keep doing it no matter how often um, I have more important things to do on my plate. But let me tell you something. Today I sat and watched a film that immediately angered me, sent me uh, reeling with anxiety, and I found myself feeling like going back to college is actually a suitable idea. Um, That's when you know you've hit rock bottom. Yeah. Folks, welcome to 1990 What Presents Home Alone Rewind. I am your host, Michael. Jacob. And I am Adam. Yeah, um, so we're going to do something a little different this uh, this episode. I think we discussed it last time. Um, Jake, I'd ask you what film we're talking about, but we're talking about three. What, what are you going to talk about, though, Jake? We're talking about three movies tonight. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Home Alone. You know, I keep wanting to say Halloween because they're the same yeah, amount of syllables. Me too. Yep. They're the same rhythm H-A. of two syllables. Yes. I, I and they both start agree. with an H. Yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah, we're talking about Home Alone 5, 4, and 3. So we're rewinding yeah. through them, too. And, uh, so Adam's going to be talking about Home Alone 5. I'm going to be talking I about Home Alone 5. I got three, actually. Oh, my bad. Mike, Mike got five. Is I, got, I got five. Talk about five. I'm going to talk about four. And yeah, I got three. Adam got three. I mm. wanted three, but Adam took it from me. You know, well, we it was a stolen. Election. It was the Sorting Hat. It was the Sorting Hat's decision. Oh, yeah. That's you, right. We you drew first that. too, Jake. So it's all on you, one hundred percent. We did it. That's yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Well, folks, the reason why we're doing this is because <laughs> the three of these movies they are they are they are terrible, and there's no way we're going to dedicate an entire episode to each one um, separately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, independently, so we're doing all three of these. Um, First of all, we couldn't we couldn't imagine putting you, the audience, through that, making you watch each of these. And you know what? You don't have to have watched any of these to listen to this episode. Well, and a lot of you probably haven't seen these movies, and I've always wondered, like, man, what are those movies? How like? bad does yeah. it get? You, you so probably we did you a yeah. favor. These are Walmart Ben movies. And on the other hand, we couldn't imagine putting ourselves through all of us watching. All three of these so terrible movies. If, you, if movies. you'd like to make a donation to thank us, just um, hit us up on uh, our uh, uh, Twitter. Yeah, yeah, you can uh, find us and give us money somehow. But sure. Feel free, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Um, yep. Yes. Well, uh, so then I guess we will start off with Mike with, with all right. uh, Home Alone 5. What was the official title? Um, uh, a holiday heist. A holiday heist. Home, Home Alone 2012, heist. correct? Yeah. 2012. That's w- that's when it came out. Um, so I have here quite a bit of notes. It was yeah, released November 2012. Oh man, some other titles released that year. A Christmas Story 2. I think the unofficial sequel for A Christmas Story because it, I don't think it was it really got as much. Like for example, A Christmas Story Christmas, um, which that has come just out came this out, yeah, right? ju- this, and so that is being hailed as. The official sequel, I yeah, believe. Yeah, that's the one where they got some of the cast from the original, and they're like, okay, we're yeah. going to do it right, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it, so, you know, it could be good. Probably yeah. not. I'm actually not that much of a fan of the original. Jake, Jesus um, Christ, man. 
I just, you know, I, I feel like it's it was trying too hard to be a classic. The original? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just, I feel like it's like just, uh, I don't know. I, you know what it is? It's it's Christmas vacation for all the kids who weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons. That's what it is. I, wow. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I do respect your opinion, Jake. Um, I, I adamantly disagree. It's not terrible. I'm just not a huge fan. All right. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> Mike is. Mad. I've got I've got some good nostalgia for uh for the original Christmas story. My dad would play it, and he I would just like I would see him laughing at it and in reminiscing and being taken back to his childhood. Did That's you, what did I like about it. Did y'all's dad like uh, Old Man Parker, like the Ralphie's dad? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, my, yeah. My For dad, sure. That's my like, dad loved I'm that. sure that's his favorite character. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. That's my dad's, yeah. too. Because my dad says that, because it's portrayed in the 50s, right? The 1950s. Yeah. So my dad was like, that's actually kind of like my family growing up. Yeah, exactly. Because, um, like, his dad, you know, with, like, the furnace and, like, just cussing around the yeah, house yeah. and Dude, just yeah. swearing, like swearing <laughs> where, where he, like, he doesn't think that the kids can hear, uh-huh. but the kids can, yeah. they can hear. Yeah. Which, dude, have you ever heard your dad like doing plumbing? He didn't think anyone was around or something. Uh, yeah, dude, yeah, for sure. Dude, my dad. Oh man, <laughs> I, I once snuck in. Um, yeah, I snuck in. He was like doing, do trying to fix the faucet in my parents' bath bathroom. Dude, he was so furious. It <laughs> well, was see, incredible. Our dad will like make up gibberish. Uh-huh. Dude, really? To, to like not cuss? Yeah, you know? that's that's kind of like uh, kind of like Harry, yeah, old, on, right? On like Harry and, and, you know, yeah, and, and, and old man Parker. Old, old man Parker does that. Yeah, yeah. Like when he's in the basement hitting yeah. the furnace, he's he's doing that exact same thing too. Right. But but my dad like makes up words that he uses over and over, like scrunt, or like <laughs> yeah, like concerned, <laughs> words that sound worse than like cuss words. The actual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, dude, cuss. that is that's like awesome. scrunt does kind of sound worse than a cuss word, but yeah, it's yeah. It, he just it's he's taking the different letters <laughs> from the difference and like jumbling them up and creating these <laughs> new. Which who knows, man? Maybe he's opening up a whole new box. Maybe well, he's opening up a portal somewhere. Maybe um, a Christmas twister that came out. Is that, that a year. tornado movie? Yeah, dude, it's a tornado. No way. Movie. Yeah, th- I I specifically was like <laughs> I will mention that. I want to at least dude, see a trailer should, for that. We should we should watch that. <laughs> Snownado. Snownado, dude, that's Santa Paws 2. A bride oh, for Christmas, yeah. probably a Muslim. I'm so glad my kids Muslim. haven't caught on to the Santa Paws movies. And then anything but Christmas. Most of these TV releases just yeah. like this film. Um, guys, November 2012, what were you doing? I was, um, a new, I was in my second semester of college, having a great time, just being, having a real college experience in a real college town, hanging out Hell with yeah. girls. Nice. It was a good time. Good. I, I fondly, fond memories of fall 2012. I had That's been great. married for four years. I had one kid and another on the way. Um, to be born in April of the following year, and uh, came to Texas for Christmas that year. I was living in St. George. I was 
you know, in my graphic design career. That pretty, was a, pretty fresh. That was a good year. And um, I remember I came home to town here to Texas during that same time that you did. And we went to Murphy's Music. Shout out to Murphy's Music in Irving, Texas. Great music shop. Lots oh of yeah. cool guitars. Mike's yeah. Mike's uh, stomping grounds. Mike grew up real real close yeah. to Murphy's. Yeah, I, I was I lived in the neighborhood behind it. Yeah, good times. Good. It 20, was yeah. twenty twelve was a good year. I was living in Shreveport, wasting my time. Um, yeah, living somewhere I probably never should have moved in the first place, except for the second time. Mm. Um, well, I mean, you know, you know, just uh, couldn't be where you are today without that past you have, right? You know? No, I could, I could have finished <laughs> it. I, I absolutely could have like dodged a bunch of bullets and a bunch of right. wasted time and I horrible, useless memories. I, I really you. can't. Now, ladies and gentlemen, when we talk about regret, take a little bit. And figure out how to reconfigure your life in the past. Dwell on that a lot, too, no matter how depressing it is. Let it embitter you. Yeah. Just um, let it fill you with <laughs> bile. No. Um, you know what? Actually, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I don't have anything good to say. Um, okay. Yeah. So, um, um, yeah. So, what's up with the kid? Or should we all do? Should we do all these together at some point after we've kind of talked about our individual movies? Nah, well, let's go through yours. Okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking let's we'll do a quick run through individually, and then we'll just kind of okay. All right. Cool. Then we we'll totally, really we totally, rag on our movies. Yeah. We, we we probably should have organized all this before, but whatever. It's fine. So we'll it's, it's fine. fly. In my opinion, the kid in this movie looks like the youngest brother. In the Three Ninjas movies, Do y'all Tum remember Tum? those? Yes, I did. Yeah. You ever see that? I'm Jim? not familiar. Oh yeah. Okay. I I didn't I didn't think you, you were pretty young. It was, it, yeah. Uh, it was big um, though. But this kid like ninjas face, were. I mean, you know, yeah. ninjas. Even yeah, no, I mean, like still like of course the popularity of the Karate Kid, but Three Ninjas came out like maybe four or five years after the Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. The and height was of still Turtle Mania. Yeah. Well, it's weird yeah. that I'm not familiar with it because. I have older brothers who are the right age for that. Yeah, I think if we had had it on VHS, you definitely would have seen it. But um, we saw it in theaters and rented it from Blockbuster and never owned it. So, you know, by the, yeah. by the time you were like, um, the what's we the did, word? The like, things we did have on v- VHS, I watched a lot. Yeah, exactly. If like, we'd, like if we'd ever alone. owned it, you would definitely know it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think that... Home Alone 1 is probably the movie, out of all the movies I've seen in my life, the movie I've seen the most. Yeah. Probably. That, I believe that. Or A New Hope, maybe The Lion King, Aladdin. Oh, dude, A New Hope. Pro- yeah, I, I agree. So, yeah. What else you got for that? Okay. Kid looks like, yeah. Um, I did not notice any product pra- placements. Oh, before you move on from the kid, um. Just so we we know, how did this kid get left home alone? Oh, uh, yeah. So basically, his parents they um, they, they moved from California to Maine, and um, the parents are invited to the mom's bo- uh, boss's like her new company, their Christmas party. Originally, the kids are going to come. They throw a fit because they want to just stay home. They, they don't like that they moved. And the mom finally loses it and decides, all right, y'all are staying home. So they 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 just they like purposely get left there. And and the kid isn't alone. He's with his older sister, who's like a teenager. 
Oh, um, okay. So, yeah, that's, you know, it's not really that very, it's not creative. I, I found it to be, I, I just, no. I, I mean, like, my very first note in this, um, number note number one, I hate it already. That's all I wrote. Um, really early on. Extremely early on, probably within two minutes. Nice. Um, didn't really notice any product product placements. Maybe Xbox because of the shape of the game controller. The kid plays a lot of video games, first-person shooters. Um, the funniest trap. So there are three uh, crooks, um, an old white guy, a younger black dude, and a woman. The black dude is stuck in a garage, and there's a device that uses, um, like, scoops up snow and blows it out one end. And uh, oh, yeah. Finn, the uh, the Kevin McAllister of the movie, he sets up a bunch of like marbles and stuff all over the ground. Classic. And, and you and you wonder why they're there. Um, well, then um, uh, the dude, uh, the black crook, um, uh, is that is that racist? I don't think so. Uh, it's 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 not because there are other crooks of different colors and genders. Yeah, you got to be specific so, here. So yeah. you have like a whole like a heist team in this yeah. movie, correct? So yeah, so the, but the, the, so there's a there's a reason why they're there. And they, Malcolm they have McDowell's in it, right? The the older guy. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah, I recognize. He's him. like the bad guy in a lot of. Yes. Like, yeah, he's movies. he's one of those guys. For he's sure. kind of cool. Like at least like, he has I, some famous. No, people. no, yeah, him. <laughs> I was like, oh, I I remember this guy from other movies, and I, right, and I do like him. Um, so anyway, the, the, um, that machine turns on, goes towards the, the black dude and it starts picking up the marbles and basically shooting them at him. I thought that was pretty clever, but then I have a note here. Wasn't really that funny, but whatever. So it's, it's the funniest trap while not being funny. Honestly, I don't recall anything lethal. I didn't see really any lethal traps. The only time there was something maybe lethal is when the old crook was trying to get into a window like that was on the second story and his leg uh, brace that he like made himself gets stuck in the lights and he swings around. But that's not Finn didn't set that up. Those are just house lights. Mm, okay. um, honestly, didn't see anything lethal. I didn't endure any of the traps except for fake cookies and milk. Um, oh. He makes these like fake cookies because earlier in the film, um, I, I really should go through the film first so that you get it but um it's a home alone movie i think we get it so well the reason why the cookies are there and they're specifically made as like gag cookies and Uh gag milk is because earlier um the crooks were in the house earlier when the family was gone um and and then they had to bail while they were there the first time someone ate one of the gingerbread cookies finn notices it but the family is denying it um at this point they Uh. think it's a ghost so he decides to um or excuse me later on he finds out that it's not a ghost it's people so because he he was like oh they went for the cookies maybe they'll go for them this time he makes these gag cookies that's just gross to me so um what what are they made of are they i don't actually know but they didn't now see that at least they they put some thought into it of like oh why would they just pick up the thing and eat it opposed to home sweet home alone yeah the there's no reason for eats the cookie okay yeah you're right Rob Delaney yeah. so right. I mean at least they tried I no I mean there was there was Some probably setup and thought yeah and yeah I I haven't seen this but I watched a couple of YouTube videos on it there's a thing in this movie where the house is supposedly haunted yeah because oh, okay. There was a mobster that apparently died in that house. Yeah, oh. and which is part of the reason they're the bad yeah, guys are there. Yeah, maybe it was snakes. 
No, Ooh, no. Maybe it was some, AC. That would be know. cool. Snakes. <laughs> Um, I want a side spin-off series about snakes. Like a gritty <laughs> R-rated HBO series about snakes. Of all the props, um, there's a huge safe that is connected to the story Jake was uh, talking about. I'd keep that. Um, the last note, this movie was fucking dog shit. Okay. Awesome. Um, all right. So I'm going to get into a couple things I had. All right. Number one, hated already. Number two, Finn is in the back. He's playing. looks like a PSP. That's cool. Number three, Alexis, daughter asking a great question upon entering the new house that the family just purchased. She asks, how can we afford it? Did someone die in here or something? This is a, this actually shows her lack about of this. faith. Lack of faith in her parents' ability to provide for her and her brother. She obviously <laughs> needs to be beaten severely and made to feel <laughs> worthless. This Dang. way she knows yeah. her place. Wow. That's my third note. Fourth note, kid seems like a huge little bitch. He's freaking out about every little sound in the house. The father should have slapped him and said, well, surprise, surprise, looks like I actually have two daughters. I think that that would have been a that good That would have been addition. a good line. Yeah. 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 Uh, number five, hate the dialogue, which is why I'm adding my own. Um, <laughs> number six, the house might actually be haunted because when the kid asked the realtor if it was, if it was she said, no, it just has personality in a really, you know, C movie kind mm-hmm. of way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so at this point, they move from California to Maine. They're in this big house. Uh, it actually is kind of a beautiful home. Um, turns out the house used to belong to Jimmy Gravano. He was a notorious bootlegger in the 1920s. Um, he had a, uh, yeah, so that's um, that's a little bit of the history of the house. Three people seem to be, oh, okay, so here's the crooks. There's three of them. The old man is the leader. Uh, they're planning on robbing the house because apparently in the house there's a priceless work of art called The Widow, and it's worth around $85 million. You later come to find out that I think it's um, a family member of the old man, but the but the, it's a real painting. It's really there, and it's really worth $85 million. So the three schemers don't seem to realize the house has been... So they think that it's on the market. Nobody's nobody living there. Uh, number 10, the dad... The, at this point, the dad goes upstairs. He's trying to talk to his daughter. The dad is desperately trying to connect with his daughter. She's not responding, and he gives up easily. I stand firm that, she, that he should beat her. That's number 10. Here's okay. 11. All right. Kid is playing a first-person shooter. It's likely... Um, and is likely on his way to being a shooter himself. Ooh. Dad actually makes him stop playing and help with the unpacking. So dad's growing a little bit of balls during the movie. That's that's so so you hold that like kids who play first person shooter games will become shooters. I think it's funny themselves. that I said that because I really enjoyed <laughs> Goldeneye, which is the predecessor for every single as we discussed right. earlier. Um and uh, no, I don't actually think that. I just I wanted. <laughs> no, 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 I, I know you were yeah. you were making a joke. Yes, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, but I mean, it, it's a common right wing talking point, you know. And uh, well, that isn't that hypocritical of people on the right because they like to go and shoot guns, right? Yeah. So that's I don't know. Well, um, never mind. I was about to take it to a dark place. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. That's okay, dude. Um. <laughs> That's just fine. Uh, kid is scared of the basement as as usual. You know this Kevin McAllister thing. Kid finds a secret door while climbing. He's climbing on this shelf in a basement, which was actually weird. It had all these like canned foods that were just down oh, there. Oh, like food storage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but nobody, uh, 
I was intrigued by that. That that was not a thing though. Nobody. I, I was like, dude, look at these pickles. There's like jams. This well, wasn't, is great. Wasn't isn't there this like big wine cellar or something? Get into that. Sorry. No, uh, no, that's yeah. okay. That's okay. Because, dude, oh, no, because there might be stuff I forgot. I so watched a couple scenes. It's crazy. Yeah, I know nothing about this movie. Um, yeah, it's uh, scared of the Um, Okay, so so he's like climbing up the shelf. All of a sudden, it opens. There's a big, and, and behind it is a big safe with the inscription, Dead Leg is Watching You. Uh-oh. Uh, ah, shit. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Okay. Uh Dead leg, that's the name. It's a nickname for the bootlegger. Um, Jimmy Gravano is uh, also called Dead Leg. Kid goes across the street to meet the new neighbor as requested to do so by his mom. The neighborhood kid is building a pretty impressive snow fort. This kid is actually had made um, like really big bricks out of snow and had built this like igloo kind of thing. No, no. Well, it was it was just like um like a ten foot kind of L shaped wall. Like a trench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it looked awesome. It was the best like looking a bunker. Thing. That's the word. Yeah, bunker. yeah. It's it's Sick. just this little kid. Um, and uh, like the Nazis had at Normandy. Yes, the Nazis. <coughs> who who um honestly you know All right. round right. of applause. Well, for hang, the on. Okay. hang on, hang on, man. They they you know they lost anyway. They did lose. Um. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. Um. Neighborhood kid tells the kid that his house is in fact haunted. Kid is now scared. Finn is kid. Uh, the neighborhood kid doesn't want to hang out uh, in a supposed haunted house. So Finn asks him, "Hey, you want to hang out?" The little kid goes, "Fuck all that noise." I honestly hate the daughter. I hope she gets in an accident. That was my next note. I just hated her. Finn can't sleep because he's scared of, um, you know, the stories in the house. Uh, number 18, this movie really sucks and I hate it. Uh, number 19, kid is trying to sleep and is awakened by a noise outside of his room. He, um, he's got this infrared thing that he set up. So uh-huh. you already, st- you start to see a little bit of ingenuity with the kid. Um, like there's a monitor by his bed and it's got like an infrared. So I- anything in front of the door, someone walks in, he trips, um, over a wire and there's a taser gun that's already pointed at the door and it shoots out it turns out that it was his dad uh but the here's the weird pretty high tech it is yeah yeah yeah. so we start to see um a little bit of ingenuity with the kid um i don't know why his dad was walking up i i thought that maybe he was like a sleepwalker and we were going to hear about that but no he just was there um uh uh so so it tastes the dad. Everybody wakes up, and they're like, dude, what what the hell? So uh, the crooks come to find that the house is occupied and decide to just wait till no one is home to strike. So the kid decides he thinks it's a ghost. So uh-huh. he's making ghost traps. He puts um, uh, wrapping paper along the basement door in case anything <laughs> comes out. Um, I think that was his only – yeah, that was the only thing he really did. Um at the very least, the family is out getting a real Christmas tree. I'm a fan of real trees, so I think it's cool. That I liked. I thought that was pretty neat. Um, at my family, we used to always get real trees. Uh, while the family is out, the crooks have entered the house to look for the painting. They find the secret door in the basement, which leads to the big safe. They actually get the safe open, but nothing's inside. Mm. So they think the painting's in there. There ain't nothing in there. Family gets home while the crooks are still in the house, and they leave out the back. Kid shows family that the ghost traps had been broken because they went into the basement, and uh-huh. they didn't see the little the little paper. 
Um, uh, so now they think there might be something going on. So they're, but they're thinking ghosts. They're thinking ghosts. Yes. The whole time. So, so far right now, nobody knows that about the painting or anything. Does of that. it start to turn into a conjuring movie? I sure wish. That would be awesome. Some <laughs> horrible, scary stuff. Oh, the conjuring. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was well that. done. Yeah. It was a good movie. Um, the whole family sleeps in a bed together out of fear. It's gross. <laughs> Mom and dad decide to go to the Christmas party without the kids. So originally they're going to go. They throw a fit. They don't want to go. Uh, so the mom just loses it and they leave. Crooks are out getting supplies because they're coming back. The kid is doing all kinds of shenanigans, trying to annoy his sister, but she doesn't care. It's rep- it's reminiscent of Kevin just messing around once he realizes he's home alone. In the first Home Alone. Uh, you know, just jumping on the bed, doing stupid things. You know, it, it, it kind of felt like a, uh, a throwback to that. So mom and dad arrive at the Christmas party and are saying hello to mom's new boss. He is old and very drunk and so far the best part of the movie. He was very funny. Um, nice. Good for him. Yeah, that Thought was... that was a good time. Yeah, he, he was. Very old. The kid loses a battery because he's trying to change batteries in a um in one of the remote controls um because the mom took the plug-in one so he's and left then with you find out that he's powered by batteries and he's a, a robot from that town in halloween oh, three a uh, wrong movie and wrong that movie. the irish um, are controlling everything yeah. uh the the old oh, oh, yeah. movie starts yeah. to turn into halloween three there's exactly uh, i wish celtic Again, magic another from stonehenge <laughs> another Only. one yeah so he loses the battery. It falls into the basement, and he's wants to, he goes and gets his sister, and he wants his sister to help him because he's too scared to go down to the basement. And he shows her the safe, and he opens it. There's nothing in there, and she's like, "There's nothing in here." She kicks the back of the safe. The back of the safe wall falls in, mm. and it and it reveals a secret speakeasy. Not only is it a wine, actually, it's not really a wine cellar. It's like a bar. You know, you know, a speakeasy is. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. so it's it's like um, it, it's cool. It, it's like prohibition um, bar mm-hmm. where you had to say it, the dude, password. Actually, it was it was really cool. I, the, I I went to the there's this bar in Salt Lake City, uh, or close to Salt Lake City that's like a, it's a speakeasy theme where you go in and yeah. there's this like lobby and there's a password and the oh, bookshelf yeah. opens and it's like a 1920s theme mm-hmm. bar and there's like that's live cool. music sometimes. There's one in really Fort cool. Worth. Um, it's called Thompson's. Nice. It is. It's oh, thanks, dude. Nice. Um, yeah, no, it's cool. So they they walk in. There's like dusty wine. But I I was like, oh wow, they this should actually, be thrilled. Like, oh, yeah. our house just went up in value. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, that's historical. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. For yeah. sure. See, uh, these people are retarded though because they don't do that. And I'll get to that in the end. Some okay. Some like personal questions of like, dude, y'all are so stupid yeah um okay uh the the widow painting the widow painting is on the wall but the kids don't know what it is there's also a bunch of dusty unopened wine bottles a a bunch a whole bunch daughter touches some wine she's like touching on some and she pulls one like it's a lever and the safe door suddenly closes closes on her and she's trapped inside at this point finn like a scooby-doo kind of thing yeah so she's in there by herself. Finn is gone, and mind this you, this movie. Th- sorry, 
this movie's ambitious. Like they're doing all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, th- there are a you lot know, of. Um, it sounds busy, and but I mean, at least they're swinging. You know. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I, I thought the speakeasy was was pretty cool. I, I was I was pretty uh, I was cool to see that. Like, there's some fun themes because there's like they have like the, the house may be haunted, may or may not be haunted. There's a heist thing going on. There's secret rooms like. So Jake's hope in this film is. Like way more than mine, and and I gotta be honest, Jake, I appreciate that, because <laughs> where my hope doesn't exist, yours is there, and I'm thankful for that. Well, I, really I guarantee am. you, my movie is worse. <laughs> I I'm so sorry that you had to deal right. with that. It's okay. I'm not that bad. Um. So Finn is now talking to another gamer over the headset. The other gamer is a college student who plays video games for, literally, he said, ten hours a day. What? What a fucking loser. <laughs> kid is now telling college Finn is now telling the college kid how his Christmas is totally fake because he isn't with his family Finn being a real asshole to some stranger on the internet um, co- uh, Finn tells college kid about his ghost problem so he's telling this kid over the headset oh I got a ghost problem the crooks have shown up kid thinks it's a ghost so he looks down and he sees the old man uh, limping because when they left the house early, when the family got home, like he ran into something and hurt his leg. It was it was stupid. So now, um, uh, yeah, he's uh, the Finn sees the old man limping. He thinks it's dead leg, but the but the old man sees he thinks he sees someone in the house. So now there's like suspicion on both parties. Oh, yeah. um, Finn turns on a bunch of lights and the crooks start they start to think it's a ghost because they also know about the story of Deadleg and and that he used to run it. Mm-hmm. So now um the black dude and the woman are starting to get a little bit scared. Um it was totally And bad. so he's like got a dead leg. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um everybody thinks it's a ghost <coughs> except for the old guy. Finn and Alex are now talking through the vents because she's still in the speakeasy. And Finn can't open the safe because it's locked again. Finn, now he's out getting supplies. Uh, he tries to spend $2,000, but it doesn't have it, so all he gets is some yarn. On his way home, um, he sees the uh, who he saw earlier, which he thought was a ghost, but he, and now he sees it's just an old man. He follows the, he follows the old man. Um, shit, lost my goddamn place. Um... Oh, uh, shit. Okay, yeah, so he follows the old man, and he, and he sits by, like, their SUV, and he's listening to the crooks talk, and they're basically talking about how they're going to rob him. And then, then I asked myself a question. Why isn't Alexis drinking all of that awesome, out-of-date wine? What a poser. So, you know, she sh- she could be, like, partying, but she's not. Finn, yeah, maybe she just didn't want to party alone. Yeah, dude. that's true. It's she like wants to go to the mall, but she can't now. That, uh, that's exactly what she wanted to do. <laughs> now she's trapped. Um, Finn asks the college kid how to stop thieves. College kid and Finn use game theory to find ways to defend the house. Fucking nerd ass losers for sure. <laughs> Finn starts setting up traps around the house. So he starts setting them up. It mostly it's just hanging stuff hanging around that's gonna like you know you know hit you in the head. It's not really um that part wasn't that cool. Mm. It wasn't um it it didn't it wasn't that cool. The crooks show up and see ice from the water outside the front door and they blame ghosts. So now instead of 
like being like, Dang, oh, everything is on? ghosts. Yeah, they, they're thinking it's a ghost now. So the whole ghost thing is, is really big in this this Halloween. Um, mostly because the setting used to be, and now everybody knows that it was, you know, belonged to an old bootlegger. Um, Alexis is reading some book and seems to have some sort of realization about the uh, about the art thieves and looks over and she see she finally realizes that the painting in there is the widow. So she's like, oh, shit, that's what they're looking for. Um, and um, Alexis realizes that the crooks are after the painting, which is where she is. Not such a dumb slut after all. Mom and Dad still stuck at the party because of blocked roads due to the weather. Uh, you know, they're there, and the old man is oh, drunk, yeah. and he's yeah. telling them. Weather, uh, weather is an element in my movie as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the crooks get into the house and undergo a series of various traps, mostly just goop um, in the face, trick cookies and milk, feathered stuff coming out of the faucet. The old crook is tricked into getting scared. Uh, the ghost of dead leg like he's in a room and, and finn sets up these com- computer monitors and just plays all this trippy shit and it's like the the wizard of oz voice and he and and now the old man is like oh my gosh oh, and he's all scared it's, it's just terrible uh, shit ain't funny at all uh swat team shows up to the college guy's messy ass apartment because when he called finn's parents to warn them that finn was in trouble the parents blamed him because he accidentally said some pedo ass shit Oh. <laughs> so they get kind of freaked out. They send the cops over to him. Crooks finally see Finn as the reason for their suffering. They catch him and put him in their SUV. Um, old Crook and Black Crook get into safe again and find Alexis, who is threatening to destroy the painting. So they get in there. They see the painting. Um, so now but the, bl- the black dude and the white dude, they have it, and they're arguing over payment um, after, after they try and sell it. Um, at this point, Alexis gets out, and and um, and now the uh, old dude and the black dude are now in the speakeasy with the painting. Cops show up, parents show up, crooks are arrested, family is hanging out, decorating together, wow. and bonding over the experience. Yeah, th- th- this I I said nothing, right? It's totally it sounds totally stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> so the family's hanging out, decorating together. They're bonding. They're finally getting along. The little girl's not being such a stupid ass bitch. Um, she's just getting into the holidays. She never gets beat, though, right? No, so she does need that. Oh, I, okay. I, I think so. You, yes, you yeah, made she, it clear that you're that. advocating the, the mom for or the dad physical needs to, domestic yeah, violence needs to, here. You know, smack the hell out of her with a belt. Fantastic. The dad <laughs> turns in. He turns in the eighty-five million dollar painting, only to be gifted with year-long passes to the museum. Well, dude, that's what he got. That's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> But because they turned in the crooks, they got a $30,000 reward just for turning these people in. So now, now $85 million dollar painting, $33,000 reward. It's crap. Yeah. Total crap. I'm wondering what the wine in the speakeasy is worth. I mean, yeah, their home's Dude. a historical site, you know? It's like they they, they didn't even they didn't even check. Some 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 of that alone is worth like um yeah, I mean, it's old schools like wine from the twenties that was. Oh like yeah, yeah. Like man, that that sell the sell that. Parents finally happy because the gay it's ass vintage. son is actually playing with the neighborhood kid. Oh, that's it. Uh, home Alone, Home Alone, and um, I didn't like it at all. 
Well, the only I mean, thing it's I got was the speakeasy. I thought it was cool, and I kind of want to put one in my house. It's got a lot of pot, mm. you know. I mean, um, I w- I really wish, uh, like, reading back on this now, I wish I'd have done a better job, just for the sake of the show, and to just tell you guys about it. Um, oh, dude, I but you but, told us way more well, than I'm going to tell you know, about my movie. Jake, you might you might have actually I, I might have missed something if you. No, I I don't I didn't know. I really just watched like two YouTube videos about oh. it. So, I mean, well, yeah, like I knew a couple things. Well, Mike, what would you rate it on uh what was our scale last time? We did we don't presents. Really have a scale established. I think Yeah, we were like presents. We did like a present. Or? What what would you gift it? And I gifted Halloween uh <laughs> Oh, you know what we could do? I gifted Home, home, sweet, uh, home Halloween. sweet Home Alone <laughs> some hooks and some wire like the Grinch. Uh, you know, you know children. what we could do? <laughs> yeah, we we could um, we we could like make a list of like things that were at the Secret Santa in the Office episode, like the the mitt, uh-huh, and the, the mitt iPod being the worst and one, uh-huh. and the iPod being the best, and the like teapot. the tea kettles in the middle. You, <laughs> me, you remember that? Yeah, like the mitt was great, but like Michael sees it as like just garbage. And he's so mean. <laughs> he's no, he's so, so mean. that he's, no, that's so Michael at his worst. He's dude. such an ass yeah. in that episode. Yeah, dude, she made that too. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> he hated yeah. it. He All right, hated well, it. Um, no, I mean, like, dude, like one or a half. Yeah, it just the speakeasy thing was cool, but but really that just got me thinking. Like, you know, I looked over at my, you know. My my shitty excuse for a bar right now, and thought, dude, I need to make a run to the liquor store. I don't have enough things. That's the only thing that it mm. made me think. I thought it I'd just like made you want to drink. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I would like a, a cigar and a glass of whiskey to 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 relax, but also get over this. I'm just so mad. <laughs> well. Um, <sighs> Shall we move on to Home Alone 4? We should. Yeah. That's a great note to end Halloween. <laughs> or Home Alone. I did it too. Home Alone 5 on. I think it's my fault because I brought it up. Actually. I tried to go as quickly as possible for uh, you guys. I didn't no, that was that was perfect. So, uh, with Home Alone 4, well, first of all, we're, we're let's take the clocks back 10 years. So, what were you doing November 3rd, 2002? I'll go first. I was in sixth grade at Travis Middle School. Uh, I was 12 years old, and uh, yeah, I um, you know, was just a little sixth grader, and uh, I didn't love sixth grade. Not bad, though. Not as bad as seventh grade. Seventh grade was the bad year. But, uh, that sucks, man. I'm sorry. <clears throat> but yeah, this... Uh, How about you, Mike? What were you guys doing? You said 2002? Yeah. Right, Fall so 2002. So I was a sophomore at North Hills. It was a college prep school for rich-ass kids. Um, awesome. And um, I didn't really like it. Um, I did I did get along with people, and I had I had friends. Um, I, don't, I don't know if – had we met? Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, after – you might have been a junior – in uh, in November of two thousand two, this is how little I know about right because because so. <laughs> so Adam will be able to tell me. Well, I'm just thinking about Andrew because Andrew was a uh, a freshman my junior year, and so a uh, 
sophomore my senior year and this was the next year after i graduated okay so i was a junior yeah so i was um it would it would have been my last year at north hills um um and i i really did even when i was at north hills um I, 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 and I was unhappy there. I do remember my high school years fondly. I really do. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, man, it was just, you know, I, making people laugh. You know, I wasn't, like, very attractive. I, I had gross hair and, and big glasses and big teeth and big braces, and, uh, and I wore clothes <laughs> that were too big for me. But I would just try and make people laugh if I could make the um, – Well, that's in now. The, the wearing clothes that are really big, the, the Gen Zers yeah. are wearing really big that's clothes right now. I think Billie Eilish yeah. started that. Yeah. Yeah, she – because she was tired of people like you know being like, "Ooh, you're sexy. Do you have a boyfriend?" In interviews, she's like, "I'm just not gonna dress sexy." And she started wearing big clothes. Yeah. Now all the kids wear big clothes. I hear good things about her. I hear she's a pretty cool person. Yeah, but she's cool. I like her. Yeah, if I could, if I could make um, the um cheerleady girls laugh, the nerdy girls laugh, the studious girls laugh, mostly girls. If I could make them laugh, man, I was having a great day. So I did that. Like I tried to do that all the time. A lot of times it worked out. Sometimes when it didn't, um, that's okay. Um, <laughs> that was, yeah. Hmm. Well, I was um, I was in my freshman year of college, and I was up in Rexburg, Idaho, and having a lot of fun with my roommates. There was this girl I was uh talking to and um let's see no you said that came out in november 2002 um yep november 3rd yeah i mean that was my first year living in a place where it snowed and uh, the snow was beautiful and um then it just kept on snowing and i got a little Mm. sick of it Um, yeah yeah so if you're from texas or some part of like the south you think you want snow, you don't want snow. Like, we have it good, you guys. Yeah. Snow sucks after <laughs> a couple weeks. And when it's around for too long, like by, by January, February, there's like this black snow that you never see oh, if you live dude. in Texas. And yeah. it's like just full of dirt, and it, it, it's, it's parts of it have melted away in the sunlight, and, and there's like this crusty black snow all over the place. And it's I really remember nasty. that from Boston, but yeah, I'm sure y'all had to deal with that a lot. So yeah, having so, a lot of fun with my roommates. 2002. This year in Christmas movies, we have. Well, first of all, we have a Hanukkah movie called Eight Crazy Nights. Oh Adam yeah, Adam Sandler. Okay. I never saw it. I want to. I, I haven't seen it. Well, I. I've never gotten all the way through it, and it's because, because I you don't turn like it Jewish on people? and turn it off because it's not good. I, I love Jewish people. Um, have oh, a great okay. friend who's who's Jewish and love him a lot. And um, <coughs> um, no, Eight Crazy Nights is just a bad movie. There's, there's terrible, annoying voices, and uh, I, I I've never gotten through it because it sucks. So. so we also had uh, a bunch of movies you've probably never heard of. Uh, Friday After Next. Oh. Uh, you've heard of that. Uh, Silent Night with uh, Linda Hamilton. Uh, the Man Who Saved Christmas with Jason Alexander. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh. Winnie the Pooh and a Very Merry Pooh Year mm. was the title. Love a good Pooh Year. Something that was approved to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sees you when you're sleeping. A horror movie. I hope so. That's <laughs> a horror title if I ever heard one. <laughs> horror Christmas movie. You know that that really is a creepy song and. Uh, Santa Claus himself would not be allowed to sing that song, you know, in first person. Um, it's pretty incriminating. Yeah, I see you when you're sleeping. I know when you're awake. I know if you've been good or not. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so what's up with the kid? I didn't like this kid. There's nothing good about him. He didn't look cool. The kids in you guys' movies looked cool. This kid, I don't know. He just, I don't know. I just didn't like him. Um just real bad just uh real bad acting from most of the people in this movie um i mean there there is um um the so so this movie the timeline is a it's it's a straight up sequel with just everybody's recasted so he's named kevin McAllister, and his parents are his parents and uh what and and this is this is the fourth one Yes. Okay. So, and it takes place in 2002. Okay, I'll go ahead and say, because in my movie, it's not a Kevin McAllister story. I've got Home Alone 3 here. And yeah. Uh, so, and yeah. Nor was yours. So, this is the it's only. It's really weird to skip one and then come back to Kevin. Yeah. So, so in this timeline, um, now, now, Marv is in this movie, played by French Stewart, who is terrible. Um, oh, he plays Marv? Yeah, he just has Weird. this real stupid face. He's acting like he's in a He's commercial. the guy from 30 Rock. Or, uh, no, not 30 Rock. Third Rock from the Sun. The alien guy, you know, with like the... I'm actually not familiar with that show. Oh, well, then never mind. Oh, yeah. sorry, dude. So, <laughs> so get this. He plays Marv, but he's dressed like Harry. He's wearing Harry's beanie and oh. jacket. W- what's his name again? I'm, I'm going to look him up. The French actor's name Stewart. is French Stewart. Okay. And, um... Yeah, so um, in this story, uh, in this timeline, uh, Kevin's parents, Peter and Kate McAllister, are divorced. No. And oh, uh, they dude. broke up the McAllisters? No. Peter, Peter McAllister is dating this rich, oh young, my gosh. hot uh, chick. What? Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, really? <laughs> and uh, and uh, she lives in a mansion and when i say mansion i mean mansion i don't mean like a nice two-story house yeah like she lives in a palace and it's that, a and it's that, this very 2002 uh idea of a, a smart home okay where they have like a open the door and the door opens and there's like oh, no. these big tvs and it's very 2002 oh, technology which is it. kind of fun to see like a time capsule of 2002 high technology yeah but uh also really bad and terrible uh at the same time and i don't like that premise (laughs) so yeah it's it's kind of it reminded me of this disney channel original movie called smart house yeah yeah i I was thinking the same thing i thought you guys would be too old i know it not well you're not missing out on much um so yeah there's some gimmicky stuff with like this like high-tech house and um so um so yeah so the music's really bad it's terrible it sounds like uh 
just really cheap like made for tv music yeah um there's same with one, my movie um I, I i i sent it to you adam there's one song from this movie it's a uh it's a jingle bells it's a cover, jingle right? bells song. let me uh let yeah, me yeah get it's it very 2002 sounding And uh here it is. Yeah, this is the song playing as they're decorating their Christmas tree. Mike I can't even Well clearly They're going for something They're going for a sound That was very popular at the time Yeah Yeah That's, that's true Like that like R&B style Of the time Yeah that's, uh, that's enough of that like, could we get like a one of those hot young female pop yeah. stars like Christina Aguilera, like Jake mentioned earlier when he first sent me this? And yeah, they 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 didn't. They were like, uh, Dana, uh, <laughs> didn't you say you were best friends with Britney Spears? <laughs> oh, dude, best friends. <laughs> so, great. Uh, yes. <laughs> Bravo, Jake. <laughs> that was that man, was man. An Orange man, County was, was reference. So oh, that that puts a smile <laughs> on my face. <laughs> so yes, um, Peter decided he that Kate McAllister wasn't good enough for him, so he left her. Um, man, and, I, I I bet he had to pay a lot in alimony and like and so oh, the divorce settlement. Uh, he probably. I oh mean, yeah. So yeah, he. Like to see um, the numbers on that. Kevin. It's weird. He doesn't really get like left alone in this movie. He he leaves to go. Well, he decides he's gonna stay home at his mom's for Christmas, and then his older brother Buzz is being such a jerk to him that he decides to just go be with his dad for Christmas. Who play? Uh, who? How's the Buzz? The Buzz. His name's Gideon Jacobs. He he plays the mm, kid in a lot of like stuff. Gillian Jacobs. Um, yeah, his name's Gideon Jacobs. He, uh, you know, he was in the Wet Hot American Summer. He plays a kid named Aaron. Oh. I believe. Hold up. Um, Dude, Wet Hot American Summer is awesome. And uh, he, I think he plays a kid in You've Got Mail. Um, yeah, he, he, he plays like really small kid as parts, or parts as kids in this time period. He was also a kid in Mr. Deeds. Oh, which crazily enough, Mr. Um, Eric Avari, same year, same movie, is also in Mr. Deeds. So oh. the guy that plays Buzz and the guy that plays Mr. Prescott, Eric Avari, they're both in this movie and they're both in Mr. Deeds in the same year. Hmm, weird. So, uh,. So yeah. Oh, and also this kid Gideon Jacobs that plays Buzz, 
He's credited for helping with the music in Dan in Real Life. I don't know what he does. Oh, weird. He's like on the music team. I don't know what he does, but he has a credit for Dan in Real Life. And I can't really figure out what it was exactly that he did. But I know that, you know, Sandre Lurche did the music and he did a Oh, job. yeah, this kid. Yeah. You'd probably recognize him if you saw He's him. the kid that talks to... um. Have you seen Wet Hot American Summer? Is he the kid that talks on the microphone? No, he's no. the one that's talking to. He the has like big teeth and curly hair. Do, and uh, do, do you remember uh, Molly Shannon uh-huh. is in that movie? And she's oh, like there, talking he, about there he is in the movie. Yeah, yeah, he he he's yeah, talking okay. to her and trying to like, you know, like get get her over her breakup with her her divorce oh. or whatever. <laughs> have you seen this, Jake? I have not. Oh, dude. Okay, you sh- you should check it I, out. I only it's seen on my to do list. I've heard nothing but good things. It's about his it. part is f- kind of funny. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's just he kind of reminds me of a younger uh, Max Savage. Dude, he Ooh. looks just like him. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So. Uh, so yeah, he like goes to his dad and girlfriend's palace. And there's this royal family from some obscure country. Wait, visiting. he doesn't seem old enough to be Buzz. He is. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, that's, and that's the funny thing is this movie is a direct sequel to this movie that came out in 1990 and 1992. And so it's a solid 10 years later and all the characters are living in 2002, but they're the same age. That's so. stupid. Uh, yeah, man. It's like, why? What dude, you really did choice. get this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is garbage, Jake. <laughs> yeah. This is so just terrible. It's, uh, he's just like at this palace, and Eric Avari, who's probably the best part of this movie, he's the only like famous person in this movie. Well, there's this other British actress who's a big deal, Barbara Babcock. Babcock. Um, Anyway, there's this whole thing with like, you know, the wait staff's actually evil too and they're like snooty and rude to him. Uh I don't have as m- meticulous notes as Mike took. Um just cuz it wasn't worthy of I, it. I thought mine were <laughs> not great. I tried to make them as <laughs> well, at least um, okay. So uh I don't really have anything as far as product placements. Uh, I don't know if this movie even got any. I don't. Yeah, I think the ones um, that we just watched were were um, so cheap they couldn't afford it. Right. These aren't big studio movies we're talking mm. about. Um, funniest trap. Uh, Eric Avari gets like frozen somehow, like in a freezer, like frozen, like like from Batman and Robin, frozen. Like oh. his skin's blue. Yeah, and then they bring out this big lavish party with the royal family. They bring out all these ice sculptures, and he's one of them. <laughs> and, nice. And then he just breaks apart, and he's alive. Like he's like still hours yeah. after being in an ice cube for hours. He's like alive. Batman and Robin, and he's just like blue <laughs> and like shivering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid. Would that also count as the most lethal? You think? Yeah. Or? Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um. None of the none of the other like things were very memorable. It's just like them slipping on stuff or him using the smart house to close a door in their face. Just real stupid. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. yeah. If I had to endure one trap, it would be them like slipping and falling into the bathtub full of water. Like mm. not clever, not funny. Picking nits, like I mentioned, Marv is wearing Harry's costume. <laughs> they couldn't even like get oh, that wow. right. Um, 
yeah, it takes place 12, out, 12 years after the first yeah. one, but it's still taking place in 2002. It doesn't make any sense. What inept filmmakers? Like, <laughs> how could they? Oh. Um, what item or prop from this movie would you keep? Uh, Peter's new girlfriend, Natalie. Um, nice. Because she's property. And uh, no. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> very kidding. Um, <laughs> but no, she's uh, yeah. Well, dude, she's totally rich. Um, yeah, and she's like got a I smart said, house. Eric Navari, probably the best and only good thing about this movie. He's great. He's really funny in Mr. Deeds. He's great in everything I've ever seen him in. No complaints there. And uh, he survived being in an ice cube. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, yeah, French Stewart just uh so his, his wife was played by uh Missy Pyle. Her name is Vera. Oh, um, I fucking like know that name. Yeah, um Missy, Missy Pyle. Pyle. Here, let me show you her. She was in uh Galaxy Quest. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I recognize oh, her. Yeah. I've heard that name um, for sure. She's really Dude. she's she's normally really funny. She's beautiful. Um I think she's just in a bad movie and She's Not good at looking really. kind of like, like, uh, she kind of bewildered been, by things she, people do. She could have made like, a good Harley Quinn. Yeah. Like early 2000s or 90s Harley Quinn. Um, Good Galaxy Quest. Yeah, Galaxy Quest great, is a great movie. It's a great movie. Um, I, I guess I need to see it again. I think I only saw it once when it came out. Yeah. It's really good. Um yeah not much else to say not very good um it's a bummer it's, man. Uh, it was a bummer but i'm excited because uh the next two episodes we're gonna do are gonna be really fun yeah they are yeah um <clears throat> i feel like i definitely got the best of the three because yeah that's why i wanted that <laughs> well i mean the sorting hat <laughs> didn't choose you yeah you're for right that. you're right <laughs> I mean, there's no way that Home Alone 3 is as bad as either of those. Um, it's not great by any means, but I thought it was a little bit better than uh, Home Sweet Home Alone. And, uh, you know, just a smidge. But Yeah, I, I thought about that because I didn't watch as many YouTube videos on yours, but I did watch the trailer. And I thought, yeah, this is that looks better than Home Sweet Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, I would and, say this. Uh, and I also remember I couldn't <coughs> find it, but I remember this trailer back when it, you know, when I was like seven when it came uh-huh. out. I remember this trailer with the song uh, "I Get Knocked Down But I Get Up Again." Oh yeah! Oh my gosh, you're right. I forgot about that. Yeah, and I used to. That's not in the movie, and but so I remember that trailer because of that trailer. I knew that song, and and uh, when that that when it would play i would do this dumb thing where i would like jog in place when the song was playing and when he, every time oh. they said get knocked down i would like get down on the oh ground oh my gosh get back up. dude that's great you're I mean, unlocking memories i was very hyper holy cow when i yeah. was that age and and my sister kelsey was really jealous of the attention that i got <laughs> dude kelsey well yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> to Home Alone three we go. Uh, I feel like the first scene of a Home Alone movie should be a family in a house, you know, getting ready for the holidays and and some crazy stuff happening. You don't get that in in Home Alone three. It starts with like these these uh, dark scenes of corporate espionage. 
and uh, there's these. Um, okay, there's so sorry. Uh-huh. The trailer that I did watch, not the one with the song in it, was actually kind of cool because it, it does this misdirect where it's like you think it's a spy movie uh-huh. or some kind of action movie, you know, but then it's like. It's like, oh, it's a Home Alone movie. It's like, yeah. whoa, what? And then they all start getting, you know, beat up by Kevin, or this kid's name is Alex, by the by the traps, right? And, like, and eventually they're all, like, their appearance has totally changed. Like, they're, you know, covered in white goop and stuff that he's sprung on them. Yeah, so the first scene is, uh, is like, in Hong Kong, and... There's this there's this CEO of some company maybe like uh he, he's in Lao from the Dark Knight. It's like that. He wants he wants this wow. chip. I'm good with calculation. <laughs> <laughs> he wants this chip that will um that will power his uh evil devices of war. There there's like arms dealers and stuff in this yes, movie. Yes, the MacGuffin. <laughs> And that yeah, the MacGuffin is this this computer I mean, ship. That sounds kind of cool. Like yeah, and it, it's this it's this problem that we talked about with the Halloween movies where they got it right the first time. They have this beautiful simple plot mm-hmm. and script and movie that works, and then you're like, what do we do to make money with this IP? <sighs> do we make the same movie again like we did with Home Alone two? And people said it was too derivative and they didn't try anything different, which they kind of did though. We'll get there. But it's like, you know, what do you do with it? Yeah. Do you do the same formula or do you mix it up? And it looked like they were trying to mix it up, which I, you know, I guess I can respect that. Now, did they do it right? I have no idea. Probably not. But Well, so the um, he sends these, these people to go meet and get this chip and um, they get it. And they're, I don't know where they're trying to take it, but. What they do to hide it, to get it through security at the airport, is they put it in a remote control car, uh, a, a specific remote control car. It's a Tyco Mutator, and that's a that was a real oh, Tycos were so great. Yeah, yeah. Time. I had some. Yeah, we'll get there. But um, so they put it in there. They put it in this bag. I think it says Parisian on it, like like from some store at the airport or something. And um, they put it on the belt to go through the um, the you know the X-ray at the the security checkpoint at the airport. And there's a bag mix-up, and uh, so there's these four these four spies that are that are like trying to to steal this chip and get it where it's supposed to go. And uh, it's uh, a woman and three guys, and um, they. They get their their bag off the conveyor belt after it goes through, and uh, and they're carrying it away. And she notices that it doesn't feel right, and she opens it up, and there's like a sweater instead of the race car or the uh, the remote control car box. And um, so they start like looking at everybody's bags that are similar in the airport and trying to find the one. And this mean old lady has picked it up somehow, and um, so she's like, they eventually figure out um, that it's gone to Chicago and they, they have to go to Chicago. One of the guys is like in the winter Chicago. And, um, so they, they see the lady get on a taxi and they get the number and they figure out that 
that the taxi driver took it to this one street where the was uh, he the taxi driver from Home Alone too? He was Ain't not. much better than you, kid. <laughs> Dude, that guy. <laughs> that guy was gross. I can't wait to talk. No, about this, him. this guy looked pretty Chicagoy though. Um, but Gargle. he he tells them they took it. He took it to what street he took it to, and that it was the only street without a without a you know um, shoveled driveway or something like that. Well, um, this kid Alex. He's a, he goes and shovels this lady's driveway, and uh, she ends up paying him with this remote control car that she she you know picked up at the airport by mistake. And she's all she's all mad at the lazy bums that got her stole her bag, and she grabbed the one anyway. Um, it's this chip inside this car is like from the U.S. Air Force, and it's supposed to control missiles or something like that. Awesome. And uh, so these these bad guys start canvassing this neighborhood. They like uh, they try to figure out when they can get into each house when nobody's I mean, going to be home. So far, you're describing a plot that makes sense at least. Oh yeah, things makes things make sense well enough. Um, I don't know. It's uh, I'll we'll get to what's bad about okay. it eventually. But um, so there's kind of a rear window thing going on with this movie too, um, because the kid is he he's home alone because he has chicken pox and uh, gross. He, so it, for some reason his brother and sister are are still in school. It's not clear uh, to me how close to Christmas it is, but his sister is played by Scarlett Johansson. Oh, nice young young Scarlett. Oh, Johansson. that's right. Yeah, and uh, his brother is just some punk loser i don't know um with a parrot who talks like a human and um they they spend kind of a lot of time with this parrot and they, the the main kid has a rat who does his bidding sometimes and uh it's kind of a lot of uh, animal stuff in this movie does he have siblings yeah he's got he's got two siblings so the brother and sister and um they're both kind of mean to it they're, they're both they both pick on him it's it's kind of weird to see young Scarlett Johansson being a little bully to her younger brother, but I could see it. Um, so he has chicken pox and his dad travels for work a lot. And so his mom is, his mom's played by, um, this, this woman who's in, uh, uh, gremlins Two. She's the one. Have you seen, have you either of you seen that one? I have not. Oh, crazy movie. But anyway, she's this redhead and, she looks a lot like Catherine O'Hara. Um, I didn't really notice until watching this, but um, the boys thought like she was her for a little bit. And uh, they're like, well, I guess they just wanted someone who looks as much like her as possible. But this isn't related to the McAllisters at all. It's a completely separate story. They don't, they don't mention McAllisters or anything like that. So um, the kid is... Stuck at home with the chicken pox. His mom has to run to work. There's this whole thing where she's like telling her boss she can't work weekends and stuff. And which I don't know why, because like his siblings are in school. It's why they're not there. Anyway, he like spends time uh, looking out his window with his telescope. And um, I don't know why he's not just driving his sweet new remote control Tyco car. Um, and he sees like some people acting weird. He sees this lady that keeps walking his friend's dog and his friend tells him his dog was kidnapped and is missing. 
and um, he sees this guy dressed like an old man who sometimes will like just like not use his cane and stuff. And so uh, he's he's like watching these people, and he notices I'm looking at this one house, and he looks at this house that's supposed to be empty. He sees a strange guy in there wearing all black and wearing uh, what he calls butt inspection gloves. And uh, so he calls the cops and uh, tells them that his neighbor's home is being burglarized. And the cops come and the guy, these these people are, you know, like spy espionage people. And so they can like bypass the security system and stuff like that and uh, get in with no signs of forced entry and stuff. So... Um, there's a couple instances where he calls the cops and they come and like, you know, it's like the boy who cried wolf kind of thing. And, uh, yeah. So he, he figures out, um, that they're, they're not stealing stuff. They're looking for something. Um, pretty smart kid, you know, to, to kind of figure that out, put that together. Um, and he, I mean, it's Christmas time and it's snowy in Chicago and stuff, but like, there's been really like no Christmas music. It just doesn't have the right feel of a home Home Alone movie. Yeah, I mean, because when you watch like when you watch Home Alone one, like even the colors of the wallpaper in the house, like everything is so Christmas. Yeah, like every music, every shot, the the, like, the parents' bed sheets, like everything is yeah. so. Right, your right. phone is green. So Christmassy. Yeah. Huh. It's like over the top Christmassy. Yeah, and um, I want it, yeah. but not in a tacky way, like in a classy way. Well, yeah, it's the silver tuna, you know. <laughs> and then Home Alone Two is in New York, which is a, like a really cool kind of Christmassy setting. Yeah, a place to be well. for Christmas, right? Yeah. But yeah, um, he figures out that the bad guys are going to be hitting this house next and he gets his new remote control car and puts a, a camera on it. I don't know how, but he, he rigs it so that he can uh, be watching live on his TV what what this camera is seeing. So he, you know, he can record. He's got a tape in there to record what's happening while also watching on his TV. I don't know. That's probably some technology that kid didn't have. So the theme I'm seeing so far is all these movies like are very much showcasing the technology of that time. And he's he's always like using like, oh, I'm going to use this technology where and I guess Kevin in the first movie does that a little bit with like, you know, rewinding the VCR, <laughs> you know, very high tech. Turning up the sound. <laughs> Very G. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> and then the second one, one of them blew the other one away. The talk <laughs> Dude. Um, <laughs> and so he goes. I don't know no snakes. <laughs> so their neighbor's house has a doggy door that goes. This is one of my nets. The doggy door goes like all the way down to the floor so that this remote control car can just drive right mm. on into the house, right? No. Which, no, I don't think so. It's a little too. No, because uh, water would get in. Oh yeah, yeah. and like and other animals. It's just a don't flap. You know, yeah. you're gonna get a yeah, drafts in Chicago mm-hmm. in the winter. They, they didn't cover it when they left, or you know, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'm calling. I'm calling it. Uh, that's some BS. Yeah. So, um, he goes and and spies on the guy. He gets he gets the guy on camera. Um, you know, going through his neighbor's stuff. And uh, the guy hears the remote control car, and he like he like 
doesn't see it, but then he like goes out of frame and the car drives forward out from under a table was hiding under. And the guy shows up and grabs the car and picks it up. And he's like, I've got it. You know, telling all his, his friends he's got the chip because it's in that car. And um, there's a lot of hilarity with the car getting away from him and stuff like that. And it's like, eventually it's buried under a pile of laundry that he knocks over. And uh, it's like the camera is looking through this lace bra. <laughs> and so for a while, the camera's, the car's driving around with this bra on it. Um, and eventually it gets back outside, but he, he grabs it there and his whole team comes and they like, they're, I think they take the tape, but then the, the, the woman, uh, bad guy is holding the car and he finds the perfect opportunity to like hit the accelerator and it like drives up and over her head and knocks her down. And, um, he's able to get the car back eventually, but there's, you know, of course a huge chase scene and stuff. Anyway, um, he figures out, oh, so that night they get a a strange phone call. They get a strange phone call where um, his supposed friend's mom is asking if if he borrowed his friend's remote control car. And she's like, no, he has a car like that, but uh, it's his. And so he figures out that was the bad guys calling and faking. Um, And so he knows they're coming to... uh, to get him next, right? And so he sets all these traps. His traps are pretty great. He's got like things that electrocute you um, when you come to like open the gate to get to the front door. Um, he's got like he he just like Kevin. He did like a bunch of booby traps. Like like I don't know. It didn't sound like that was as much a part of your movies, but he like rigged up his home to protect it, right? And um, to the extent that, like, um, when, at the end of the movie, like, when when his dad gets home and and everybody's come back together, like, they have this whole team of people fixing doors and <laughs> fixing floors that he that he destroyed uh, with his traps. Oh, they they, they show the uh, they show people working on the house at I the end. I kind of like yeah. that. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Um. So let me go through some of our little categories here. We've got, um, oh, 1997. Uh, what were you guys doing Christmas 1997? Because I think that was like Nintendo 64's big year. Like I would have been in first grade, I believe, with Miss Hooten at Farine Elementary School. Mm. Excited, so excited for Christmas. Like, Thanksgiving was just annoying to me at that age. I was like, get me <laughs> to presents now. <laughs> like, so greedy. So, I wonder what you got that And year. back then, it wasn't nostalgia. It was, no, I want gifts. Uh-huh. And so, that's why I look back on Christmas Eve so fondly, because I was so excited for the gifts, you know. And that's why yeah. it was such a sweet, you know, time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. of stuff. Freak, no, but yeah. it was, you know. I don't know. It was good. I was a seven-year-old. Perfect. Perfect age for Christmas. What about you, Mike? Yeah, man. Um, Yeah, I'll never forget, yeah, the sleepless, you know, wonderfully, I don't want to say sleepless nights. I mean, really just excitement. I mean, and I remember, like, oh, man, just thinking, like, 
I just I remember what it was like too to lay on my back and stare at the ceiling and and uh, sometimes I'd get sad because I I I I knew that like eventually I would grow up and and I would that this wouldn't be a thing anymore and and I remember that you know later like in you know two thousands when I was in high school I, I remember it fade I'm just, I, this sounds a little oh my sad gosh but, Mike no I know I don't mean it to be sad <laughs> I'm just like man. It really was. I was also very fortunate to, to um, to have you know a lot of family and just good times on the holidays. And um, yeah, you're excited for gifts. And um, I probably got a Nintendo sixty four that year. Um, and um, yeah, you I mean, spent all day playing it. Yeah, I mean, I, one, one thing one thing I always love doing. There are certain songs, and I think it's funny, like, especially with this podcast, you know, with, with the uh, episodes where we are talking about 90s music, things in the 90s. Um, I remember playing, like, Mario Kart and GoldenEye and muting the TV and putting, like, a CD on. Oh, yeah. Like, um, uh, Siamese Dreams, Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, I played that a oh, lot. Freak, um, yeah. Nirvana, uh, Nine Inch Nails. Um, I would make tapes they of songs from uh, that would be on the radio and just play them. How so old I, would you have been at this time? Oh man, I don't know, Adam. How old would I? Um, eleven. I was uh, born in eighty-six. We please do the math. Yeah, yeah 11, eleven, almost twelve, almost twelve. Yeah, yeah. man. So you got into music young. Like. Oh, dude, no, I, I, I don't, I don't remember a time when I wouldn't like ask my da- even as like a toddler ask my dad. To like find so- like repeat songs that I uh, liked. I, yeah. do, I don't. Re- I don't. Oh. I do not ever remember a time. He'll even yeah. tell me like I didn't I really like get interested in baby. music until like like late middle school or early high school. My my parents would like they would say like when certain commercials would come on or like certain songs they would they would be like you would like just stop. And like hmm. and she my mom was like there was there was a moment when you were like a baby, and you like there was a cartoon on and you went over to one of those little tiny baby pianos that have like 12 keys on them. And, and I would, and I would try and I would like hit it and like try and find like a melody. I don't think I've ever imagined you as a baby before. (laughs) I I can't. They just would tell me. I want to see your baby pictures, Mike. Yeah, there's a lot. I need to see those. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, it like um I sound creepy right now. <laughs> but I really am interested. Dude, like I can't picture baby Mike. The the mid the mid and later nineties, um Yeah, like so I think that was one year before I decided that I wanted to play the guitar too. Like that was I think the final like I had had enough. Like I wanted to because I I was. I was listening to just so much music. And I just, I like wanted to, I just wanted to like be able to create that. Um, and uh, yeah, like, I don't know why, the reason why I'm talking about that, because the, that area, like 97 and the holidays, that's really, um, ah, man, it's just like, oh, so great, so great times. Man. Well, let's see, I was, I was 13 um, and... I I remember like so I would I would sneak out and and see what was out in the in the den where all the Christmas presents were. I would uh in probably like this year I remember specifically like planning, okay, I'm going to wear 
these pants, these jammy pants, because they're quiet. Because I would normally wear like these, these like windbreaker Adidas pants to sleep mm-hmm. in, and they they would make noise when you yeah, walk yeah. when they rub so together, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I put on like my my flannel pajama pants on uh, Christmas Eve, and and um, you know if I if I want to stay up at night, I have no trouble staying up. Like my whole life, mm-hmm. I can I can stay up if I want to. And um, so, yeah. See, I'm the same way, but then I'll be wrecked in the morning, where yeah. I feel like you somehow survive in the morning. That's my superpower, I, I, I guess. I don't yeah, get you can, it. You can just do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it hits me a little harder these days, but... Um, well, it's random with me, because, like, you know, like, for instance, I work in the morning, you know, pretty early tomorrow morning, and, like, I've done this before, where we do a podcast, and then I work the next day, and it's usually not that bad. Yeah. It's weird, because, like... I feel like with sleep, it's more about quality than quantity. It totally is. Because, like, there's been times where I've gotten, like, you know, a normal seven hours of shitty sleep where I'm miserable the next day. Mm -hmm. And then there's times where I get, like, four solid hours and I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can usually function pretty well on four hours. (laughs) I'm, I'm constantly trying to figure out how to make it better. Like, I'm kind of weird, to be honest. Um, I, I have a pallet on the ground and yeah. I sleep on the ground always. Yeah. Yeah. What? I knew yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, um, and like I, I wanted a little cushion, but I mostly, I want to feel the, the, the maximum firmness of the ground. I, I find that I, my dreams are more vivid and I remember them, which indicates to me that I'm likely getting better, yeah. deeper sleep. Mm. Um, my uh i don't feel um i'm not sore at all like i just get up and like i just yeah i don't i'm not like hunched over or anything i mean well, I, um, just, I feel great the 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 bed of my parents guest room sometimes i'll you know stay there um it's very it's like too soft i like don't no. like it i can't move like, yeah it kind of swallows you <laughs> yeah whereas my bed is more it's a little more firm, not as firm as the ground, but it's more mm. firm, and I feel like I have the freedom to move. It'd be weird if it was as firm as the ground. <laughs> I was like, "What did like I pay box. for? <laughs> what? I, why did I pay for this?" <laughs> um, no, yeah, I mean that's cool. I mean, whatever works, you know. I I don't know. I I did it. I did it around the pandemic for some weird reason, and really just liked it, um, and just kept doing it. Um, and um yeah and it's weird um, how much of a pallet do you do you just put a blanket down or yeah I'm like really well man for some this. reason this blanket that i have it's huge i'm assuming it's a carpeted floor no what the it's hell it's like hardwood <laughs> um, <laughs> it's crazy yeah, yeah. Um, well you don't weigh that much you're a skinny guy yeah I mean, you know so like 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 if i lay on the ground like i'm feeling it you know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean that's cool though it, you know it's um I mean, I, I, that's like a con- a thing I constantly try and monitor. Like, um, well, and on the floor you have like lots of space. Yeah, you know. you're spread you know. out. Yeah, yeah. I d- I personally up. I don't <laughs> like sleeping in a bed with someone because I get to where if I feel like I want to toss and turn or need to, um, I um subconsciously if there's someone next to me I will go very slow. Yeah, to be, to I'm be not, like 
like kind of considerate. I'm the I same like way. That. I'm the same way. Like I it don't. It just puts do, on extra stress. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I would get used to it if I did it consistently. Mm-hmm. But times where I have been in a bed with somebody else, like I, I don't sleep that well. Yeah, no, I, I really, I, I don't. I yeah, don't. it took me a while, uh, a few nights, a few weeks, maybe, to get used to. But you know, it's whatever mm-hmm. now. Yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I sleep in the same bed as my wife. <laughs> That's great, Adam. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, I uh, mean, I have heard of some people, you know, a, a lot of people see it as the symbol of like, oh, this trouble because they're not sleeping in the same. And it's some, it's a, it's kind of a new thing. Like people are like. We just like our space. Well, if you like, well, that's the thing. Like, if, if the quality, like for me, for me, it, I know I get better quality on the weekends. I get in the bed. I think um, it would be kind of cool someday to like to if I live with my girlfriend or wife to to just like have our own rooms. <laughs> the, sometimes that that I mean, a lot of people probably wouldn't be cool with that, and I guess I'd be fine with it, but. I don't know. I just think that, it'd be cool. Hey, man, she's not cool. Dude, make you a little pallet on the ground. <laughs> Get you a, a I'm telling you, dude, it's awesome. I, I, I do. I have, like, all this room. Um, it's great, man. It's, um, and, and yeah, so I'll be like, hey, how you doing up there? And Meredith, think. Mike, what really happened? Did she kick you out of your own? No, bed? really, dude. She's she, like, <laughs> well, here's the, you know what's funny. I I was talking about like I I really like sleeping on the floor, and she was like she like scoffed, and and I was like I can I can't believe I convinced her, but a while I think over a year ago, um, I was like, I think it would be fun if we set out a pallet in the living room, and we slept out there for a little bit. And for for like for I think a month. There is something fun about that. Like Dude, we would do that growing up. Yeah. Like like we would just like like summer nights, oh, we yeah. would end up in the living room like watching. Yeah. So first, I Love Lucy would come on, and then after that would be Frasier, oh, and like we'd just great. be half asleep, and you would just hear that that Frasier theme song during the end credits, and and you know you're like, hey, baby, I feel the rain. Yeah. Then yeah. you like you just like get up and go pee. Mm-hmm. And go back to sleep, dude. It's a, yeah, it's a camp out. Like yeah. it's a, it's like a cheap yeah, vacation, it's like a staycation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. House. Dude, I loved it. Um, Let's build a fort. Yeah, we had a um, fort. We we had a we had a big pallet, and we were um we were on the ground, and um and she, I think she liked it all right because it. I mean, if it if it had lasted any longer than one night, then uh, yeah, I think i think she but no no now no there's like a a nice she picked out a very nice mattress and that's she she uh she sleeps on that and i'm dude yeah i'm straight up on the ground wow i'm on the ground (laughs) and that's cool i mean you i mean you adapt like yeah humans adapt Mm -hmm. i've heard of soldiers coming home from war and not being used to like a big cushy mattress Mm -hmm. remember in the movie account of monte cristo Mm, or the yeah. the Count of Monte yeah, Cristo. He, he he slept yeah. um he after um he had all the wealth and that huge, huge, wonderful house and the big bed mm-hmm. and um his uh his uh servant dude comes in and finds him sleeping on the ground. The, the, because the guy he that always also, in the, also in Castaway. Doesn't he sleep on the ground at the end of the yeah, movie? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, what losers. <laughs> well, um, there, there's a couple things I could say. I mean, like, I, it's good for your blood flow. Um, it, it, your body spreads out more because the ground, like, you just gravity kind of 
you you succumb to it so it naturally like stretches you out mm. yeah no um, for sure like there is there is like Adam is de- always laughing at that and you know what Adam I, it's okay <laughs> no it's okay. no it's great I, I, I'm just laughing that we're still talking about it <laughs> that's how bad these movies were um <laughs> Well, let's talk about other movies that came out, other Christmas movies that came out in oh, 1997. Yeah. We're still we're still in 1997 <laughs> here. <laughs> uh, really, done. honestly, there's <laughs> not many. Uh, it's like uh, Beauty and the Beast, The Enchanted Christmas, straight to VHS is probably the most prominent. There's one called Miss Scrooge, um, where Scrooge is no longer an old white man. He's a black woman. And... Um, the Christmas List, Borrowed Hearts, A Christmas Memory. None of these I have heard of other than the Beauty and the Beast one. So, I don't know. Mm. Some Babes in Toyland cartoon. You know, I, I'm these, these weird Home Alone sequels are making more sense because there must be a big market for like straight-to-video Christmas movies for some reason. There's sure a lot of them because, yeah. like, you know, there's it's like a whole genre now, you know, like Hallmark Christmas movies, you know, where and a lot of them that people think of probably aren't technically Hallmark mm-hmm. movies, but they're just like, I don't know, these little like rom com, these Christmas rom coms. I don't even know what yeah. kind of tangent I'm on. People right might now. be collecting them too, like the Hallmark movies. Yeah, Joe's mom. Interesting. Like those. Um, not really. Linda. She, there she was liked a time some dark in the, movies. In the 2000s, she went through a lifetime phase <laughs> where she would watch lifetime movies. All right. So there there are a couple songs here. There's So I had a big complaint with this movie that there's not a lot of Christmas music. And um, like we're 10, 15 minutes in and haven't heard any, any Christmas songs. The latency, by the way, is crazy. But uh, put on your headphones. Is it? Oh, my God. God, it's We're terrible. We're going to listen to this Dance Hall Crasher song called I Want It All. There's also um Yeah, they've got they do have some catchy songs. I've heard some catchy stuff by them. Like I the, like their song on short music a, for short that's people. That's a great name oh, yeah. too, Dance Hall Crashers. Yeah, it is. Great name. Yeah, a lot of people uh just call them DHC. <laughs> and uh uh the only Christmas song on the the whole soundtrack is Dean Martin doing uh Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. So Okay. 
Yeah. So product placement, Tyco. Um, oh, yes. I mean, yeah. that year, we one of us probably got a Tyco. Yeah, that might remember the Scorcher. That was my absolute all-time favorite remote control car. Are you familiar, Mike, with Tyco Scorcher? No, but I mean, they sound cool. It had six wheels. Six wheels, not nine. Did (laughs) he say nine? No, it had six wheels, and it was a it was fast. It was it looked like a little Dodge Viper with six wheels, and it was my favorite. Um, I had a couple of those and I had one in, in like a gunmetal gray and one in red. So, yeah. Um, but his, his car, the, uh, is the Tyco Mutator. And, um, I think the reason they chose that one was because it could do this thing where, um, the, each set of wheels, the front and back wheels could, could lift up. And so he used that to angle the the camera oh, that he mounted cool. to it. All right. So yeah. yeah, um, yeah, I, I watched a commercial for the Tyco Mutator on YouTube earlier. Dude, I was watching it uh, n- pretty cool. 90s commercials. I watched the uh, Creepy Crawlers commercial. Creepy Crawlers and, and, and Crossfire. <laughs> Remember that? Don't dude. get caught in the Crossfire, dude. There Don't are, get caught in it. There are hours and hours of commercials from any era you want on youtube it's great. oh man you used to not be able to do that like you yeah used to just th- it would just have to be a memory mm-hmm. yeah now yeah, we've go got it good them. you know we can we can live all this stuff over again watch. remember remember the commercial for forbidden bridge the game which one forbidden, forbidden bridge. bridge yes remember oh that? Do yeah you remember that jake uh, i don't think so. how oh, about it from the pit do you remember that one? Oh, that one I don't know. It was a lot like Forbidden Bridge. Okay, so you had like your little your little pawn was a like <laughs> Indiana Jones looking yeah. guy, and um, you'd be Dude, we you could were do around a whole this episode about commercials, man. We, we you'd move around yeah. this um, volcano looking thing, but it was like green sludge, and there was this green monster that would reach out and grab your character and pull him down mm. under the under the sludge, and you'd lose. And Forbidden Bridge was like. Um, you had your little Indiana Jones character looking guy and you would put him on this bridge and it was also electronic and mm. uh, the bridge would you, shake. You you hit the icon. Yeah. The, the, the totem or the whatever. Totem, yeah. And, 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 he sh- and, his, and his hands shake and the bridge. The bridge yes. Dude, yeah. His hands were holding dude. the bridge. That's right. Oh, oh, man. Those games. I never had either of those. Oh, I had, dude, I had awesome. Forbidden Bridge. And oh, Andrew I and I played it. Dude, yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Man, we we had now. this gonna, motorized game called Shark Attack though. My brother Matt got for oh, his birthday. The shark just goes around in a circle. Yeah, kind of chomp like, like a kind of like a hungry hungry hippo except motorized. Oh, okay. And yeah, if if your little fish, your your pond was a fish, and if your fish got eaten, if you lost all your fish, you'd lose. You know. Motorized games, dude. dude still, I'm I telling you, like, man. Like, I know that like people in their generation are always like, "Oh, it was the best," but dude, <laughs> the the thing about the '90s is the arc of technology. The the absolute like, oh, I yeah. mean, just just it starting from like you know regular Nintendo and Atari and, and, and just like go up the side of a mountain like, and dude by yeah. by 95 Windows 95 comes out mm-hmm. the internet is starting to really take hold you, the uh, home yeah. entertainment systems have so gotten it's like huge you had just enough technology before it was like too much I agree <laughs> yeah <laughs> to where like you know you could go online you know and you could 
get on message boards about obscure stuff. Mm-hmm. But then you're not like staring at this thing all day, you know? Yeah. It's, it's kind of a good balance. Well, you no, know, dude, that's the thing, the balance. I was just going to say like, so, so with the Nintendo, it wasn't just all about that. And it also wasn't just all about like shooter games. Like it, like it kind of is now or um, like, for example, Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. So like you had Nintendo, but instead like, like maybe the eighties where they had like Lincoln logs, then you had Legos and then you had connects. And so all of those things were still relevant and getting better all the time. And they were still like, cause I remember playing Nintendo and then I would play with some connects and then maybe, maybe a cool board game. Like they were all, they were all like getting better. And, yeah. uh, and it was, dude, it was dude, it, it, an incredible time. Oh man. I mean like it was like an endless decade. I mean, just like it, yeah, it just like it, it 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 was like it was never gonna it was never gonna end, and then it did. And then it did. It's gone. Sad. Bye bye bye. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I like that. Um, traps. Uh, like, like I said, he did a lot of traps. Um, okay, so his funniest trap. Uh, this it, it wasn't all um his idea. It just kind of happened. He he had this one thing where there were there were a couple buckets of like this thick glue stuff. One of the bad guys steps in it, and obviously, you know, once you step in glue, it hot, hardens, and you can't get your foot out. So he's got these two buckets on his feet, and he's walking around with them, and it makes him fall down. When he lands on his butt, his gun goes off, and he shoots this pipe above his head. You cut to this toilet. Looking da- straight down into the toilet, bird's eye view, and this blue water in the toilet drains out, and then you cut back to him, and the pipe above him was full of poop, and it's spilling out onto his nice. Head. Dude, <laughs> My dude, kids dude. were like cracking up at this guy getting covered <laughs> in sewage, <laughs> and um, yeah, that was that pretty, was pretty gross. They they all made all of the other bad guys made fun of how uh, he stunk. Mm. Um, most lethal trap. I mean, like. Any of the um, the heavy objects falling on somebody's head from a great height uh, seems pretty yeah. lethal to me. Um, yeah. This this lady, the uh, the the female bad guy, I think her name is Alice. She she takes a couple flower pots um, from up high uh, straight to their cranium, and uh, the first one like lays her out cold. You know, like she's out for a while. And then she gets another one, and, like, yeah, she's trapped in this, like, mud pit he's created. And, uh, yeah, but, like, the flower pot straight down from, like, uh, I don't know, 20 feet up onto her head, I think that might kill her. And mm. then a couple guys take a uh, a huge barbell to the head, you know. It rolls and hits them both in the head. Maybe having to hit both of them at the same time does a little less damage takes uh yeah some of the brunt mm-hmm. head trauma uh, if i had to endure one trap it would probably be like getting my i think somebody gets their hand in one of those glue traps and you know it's not that bad um so i picked some notes already uh the prop i'd keep is the is the tyco mutator oh, yeah yeah i would mm. drive that around the neighborhood um Either that or the um, the Air Force missile chip, you know. Maybe I could sell that to Ooh. North Korea or something. 
That's the plan. I think Dude, it's North Korea. It's they, funny they say in what, this movie. What you're describing sounds a lot like The Departed. Have you seen <laughs> The Departed? Yeah. Where they're oh, like yeah. they're literally selling a chip like that to some Koreans. Yeah. Like you just said, and uh, you know, Jack Nicholson's all like, in right. this country, you know, that's how we do things. Yeah. That's a great movie. movie. I do. I, I watch that movie like at least twice a year. It's so it's fun. awesome. It's an awesome <laughs> movie. <laughs> Um, and I think I'd go ahead and give this one, uh, let's see, we're doing, I, I'd say three stars, but if I was going to give it one of the presents from the nasty Christmas, I would, uh, I would give it Kevin's foot bath because, you know, he wanted it. So Kevin's foot bath. All right. <laughs> not, not Creed's jacket from his closet. No, that would go to one of your movies. Like that would probably go to your movie. Or the or the or the 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 picture of the babies in the in the hats playing saxophones. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, you get Creed's jacket, Mike and Jake. I would award your gift uh, is Michael Scott's um, oven mitt, but you're Michael Scott, Mm. so you really hate it. I think for my movie, (laughs) I would. You know how that the one scene uh, where Michael Scott gets mad at Dwight and he takes off his elf ears and <laughs> when he gets the pa- it's when he gets the paintball right yeah he, he, <laughs> Dude, he's like yeah. this isn't as good as an iPod and Dwight I goes n- I never I said it was good how is this it was good as good as an iPod. <laughs> And he takes off his ears and chucks it in his that's face. So, dude, and it, that's it really what I would do like, in this movie. Dude, when, yeah, Meredith <laughs> and I recently great, watched it. It's, it's so, it was so mean, though. <laughs> like, yeah, so season one and two, Michael Scott's like a little more of an ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He should have um, been fired. So, so Ricky Gervais actually met with uh, Michael Scott and I think Greg Daniels, the mm-hmm. creator of the American Office, and he said the thing about the thing about Michael Scott is unlike the version we did, the the British version, he's like, if you want it to last, he needs to be likable. He needs to, at, he needs to be an ass, but at the end of the day, he needs to have a heart. Yeah. Um, which is kind of cool that like, yeah. he gave that advice to them. Cause that's what they did. And that's what oh, part man. of what made oh, the show. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Cause yeah. Michael Scott it made it does have his moments where yeah. he is, a nice guy. Yeah, we're like, remember when um, Pam is having her art show? Nobody yeah. shows yeah. up. Yeah. Oscar's there, but she catches him and... Bad-mouthing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Gil. <laughs> and so she shows up, he shows up, and he's like just immediately like, oh, how much? And wants to buy it. Dude, yeah. it's like... I mean, dang, man. Like, yeah, it's stuff like that that's just like, ah, dude. Or remember when... Um, remember when the... Um, we're going to talk about The Office... Um, remember yeah, when the, the company Jim is now co-manager, and oh. dude, they're like they're scared because Dunder Mifflin is like in serious trouble, and they're playing um, the um, the. There's the, been a murder. Yeah, yeah, the murder mystery, and and <laughs> Jim, Jim is like clearly like no, nah, I, I want to get back to work, and so him, and then him and Michael yeah. are in Michael's office. And like Jim starts yeah, talking, and he's he like, breaks. No, no, character. you shut up. Yeah, he breaks. You shut character. up. They need this. Right. They need. And he's like, he realizes, like, no, dude, we're doing this because we can't control ah, what's it's, happening. It's a great episode. We can't control. It. So we 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 can either sit here yeah. and be depressed and be scared, or we could just play this stupid game. Yeah. It's like, dude, like the dude knows what he's 
or 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 when he's when he's off like um and and like with Jan or something somewhere and and they're doing like a corporate thing and he's the one that gets like the biggest sales yeah like the most yeah. important sales well maybe next time you should estimate, estimate. me <laughs> yeah I'm he, not superstitious he's like, <laughs> he's like we can now sell how many more products and he like looks so proud of themselves mm-hmm. <laughs> dude's like a, a straight up like awesome salesman yeah yeah it's funny because like he's actually like maybe he's not great at being a manager but. <laughs> That's yeah. like, but it's like how how can the branch be always so profitable and and survive all that? And they're like they like do movie Fridays where they watch fifteen minutes of Varsity yeah. Blues, dude. <laughs> because that's team building stuff can really work. It did, dude. Right? Yeah, yeah. It He's does. Like, they actually work a lot harder because well they have to to make up <laughs> the <lost laughs> to make up for the lost time, dude. <laughs> dude we just we just laughed more. Oh man! Like at, at that, then these movies. You, you know what I did? You know, I took a break in in the middle of watching my shitty movie, and I played the Family Guy clip, um, Home Alone, but with competent robbers. Have you all seen? Oh that yeah, clip? yeah. I just yeah. watched that yesterday. Where they, they shoot him? They they walk <laughs> they in do. and like, they shoot oh, him. Oh hey, now be there's careful! No there's some there's some toy cars on the <laughs> ground. Oh and look, there's there's ice on the stairs. Let's just not go there. And then Kevin comes up. I hope you guys know I got a and they just shoot him right in his head. Yeah, he like, goes, I hope you guys know I have a pet tarantula. <laughs> and they just and shoot him in the head and Kevin comes <laughs> falling down the stairs. The one guy goes, oh, good. Now there's no witnesses. <laughs> and that's it. And it, before that, we now return to Home Alone with Competent Robbers. <laughs> and that was the clip. And I laughed more at that than, yeah, than the movie I had to watch. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, well, we did it for the listeners. Okay. You know? Well, folks... Um, this, in my opinion, it's all d- down here, down here, here, here oh. downhill. Where is here it? Here from us, <laughs> Jake. Why don't you take that again? <laughs> it's all downhill from here. Folks. There we go. Nice. So got it clean. I, I still, I still stand by even the first two. Um, this is one of the greatest holiday traditions to watch. Um, if anything, it's the first two films. Really, um, the rest. Um, I if your kids are really thirsty for more, yeah, yeah. they'll probably laugh a lot of the third I, one. I agree. I think I think this would be good for young children. You give with up completely or undeveloped thirsty for minds. more. Totally. Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, I second Jake. I'm very very excited for the next um, oh two episodes. We're about to so get fun. into some of the most legendary, um, dude. Just it's great, man. Um, yeah. This is a. These are good things. Uh, the only positive thing, really, um, you know, if you have to endure garbage like the three of us did, um, I don't know. Change the dialogue for well, yourself. Do what, do what Mike did. You know, take a break. Take a break from yeah. it. Oh, I yeah. took. A, I took a lot of breaks. Take um, a break. Sleep on the floor. <laughs> do what you gotta do. I w- I waited all day long to take a shower. I, I and uh you know I just kept looking at how much time was left at around when there was 30 minutes left of the movie took a shower a cold shower um and uh take dude, a, right cold now shower, a cold shower sleep on the floor it's a cold shower it is great still yeah. the water's not cold i have to i still I, I i get a bucket put ice in it and uh and let it sit for like an hour for the ice to melt like it like it's like steaming it's so cold at the end of my shower i i get my hands get the ice out um, so you start down. you do you start hot? No, no, I I I just straight up cold. Damn. But it's not cold enough. I want it like 
I want it to be like a problem. Like it's so cold, it's burning. So that yeah. water that I make, where you have to like control your breathing. Like yeah, that's the point. Sometimes really. when I when I yeah. well, I'll do a hot shower and then mm-hmm. I go cold at the end. But then in the winter when it's actually cold, mm-hmm. I have to like, I like have this movement I do almost like I'm boxing, mm-hmm. and I'm like, <laughs> it's so stupid. No, dude. But it feels cool. great though, because like you know, uh, I hear it's good for you and it makes me feel good afterwards. Oh man, there's nothing like yeah, the feeling. Afterwards, it feels yeah. good. Not when you're doing it. Well, so if you're doing it and you really are like doing like a like breathing exercises, it becomes pretty cool. But in the summer, you know, I don't do the ice thing, so like it's not that cold. It's just like refreshing. It's kind Mm -hmm. of perfect. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. and I I won't start hot. I'll just do straight up cold, Um, and then that's just really refreshing and awesome. Now, before we go. Earlier, when we were when we were just talking before recording and stuff, um, we were talking about Nintendo sixty four, and yeah. uh, Jake had some thoughts on the controller, and I, oh, I'd geez. like to get it on record here. Let's see, let's see how you guys feel about this. Oh uh, well, I, I wasn't really prepared to go public <laughs> with this. I just think that the controller is a really weird design, and I, oh uh, uh, look, all I was saying was that I never played Nintendo enough to get used to it. Um, So I'm not good with it, personally. Now, I would have loved a Nintendo 64 at that age, but I I just never got one. You can put in some time playing the games and get used to it. Yeah, see, I didn't grow up on Nintendo 64, so if I play, like, in college, we would play play Mario Kart, and I would just get smoked just because I... hadn't played it since i was six like mm-hmm. everybody else so i don't know i just um yeah uh but no it's a terrible controller terrible design it's a failure um, and it looks and it's a terrible just uh, it's, it's not very good and what does and it look uh, like it looks like a peeled banana <laughs> that's funny that 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 is funny um, <laughs> is that on purpose like is it like a donkey kong related thing they wanted <laughs> they the did have some yellow ones controller um that's pretty hilarious. They're going to come after me. <laughs> well, so it's not a failure. I do see that you don't like it. Um, so the Trident design, I love it. I mean, I I, I, I like the trigger, the Z button, and I like, I like the joystick. Um, I, I, I just... Um, I think that it meshed well with the games released. Um, yeah, it's just, I, I don't know. I mean, like, you're right, Jake. It, it, it depends on, like, whether or not you grew up with it. Yeah, so, that's, so the that's bias for me is because that that was, like, the main system I had. I think once the, I think once the dual knob, the, the once the dual knobs came in, I think that was the game changer i think that that's it's hard to go back when you have like mm-hmm. the playstation like that the, does the exist on the knobs. switch too yeah uh, nintendo switch yeah no that. yeah they got their stuff together you know <laughs> eventually um <laughs> great it's funny great, because great it's stuff. also like look i'm kidding it's obviously incredibly successful and uh everybody bought it but my parents <laughs> evidently. well yeah. y'all had but y'all had like 
We had a we had a Sega, and I, I don't know if this is when we got it, but we had a PlayStation Two, but not a PlayStation Two, a PlayStation as well. PlayStation is so awesome. so but like nineteen ninety eight or ninety nine. We got a PS One, but it didn't last very long because yeah. it broke. Oh, and then for a long time, we just didn't really play games much. Yeah, um, which is fine. I think you know we kind of got more into guitars than video games at yeah, that time. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, um, and then you know, once me and Andrew were like in middle school, we got a PlayStation Two, and then you would come over great, and we dude. would play Star yeah. Wars Battlefront. Yeah, PlayStation yeah. Two was awesome. Yeah, Star that Wars was a landmark uh, release. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And those, and those PlayStation Twos, the old ones were huge. Oh, yeah, yeah then, they, they're really durable. Like a computer, too. They're like a family this, computer. But eventually, we got like a tiny, skinny little one. Uh, remember that little PlayStation yep. Two? It was yeah. like smaller than a DVD player. It was, dude. PlayStation had one of my all-time favorite, favorite video games. Um, it, it's a series. It's like a franchise, but specifically the second, uh, Resident Evil Two. Uh, for PlayStation yeah, One, yeah. the original. Yeah, the original. I, know, two. I played dude, it. It scared me. Have you played yeah, that game? Yeah, I I used to pl- I, I played that at the hot uh, the, the our friend's hot the Hotchkiss's house with my friend Kyle, and it was scary. Dude, one of the things the thing the thing I love about it is number one the, the music. Mm-hmm. The mu- like when you get into the police station, dude, that song. I'm thinking about it now, and like it's it it bothers me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing about that too is, like you'll be in like a big room, and whenever you take a step or you're walking, it's so loud, and you and you you like kind of especially at the point of the game when the the main bad guy is dropped in and he's just somewhere like he's roaming the police station and so are you and you have no idea when you're gonna run into him. see when i was a kid i would always when i was like going to my room i try to be quiet because i don't want the bad guy or monster to yeah because well the zombie they'll like like turn towards you and start or remember the liquor that like that dude with like you could see his brain, well, and he was like remember. a lizard, a big red lizard. Mm, so, well, I mean, I do remember like a crocodile. Oh, there's or a lizard yeah, the crocodile. Mm-hmm. The cro- yeah, there's the there's a huge crocodile. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh man, that yeah. game. And then whenever you go through a door, like it, it comes. So PlayStation up. must have been the first like that must have been one of the first scary video games because like I don't think Sega or Nintendo did scary. No. I don't think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Yeah, well, the first Resident Evil was like in a mansion, but it was still, dude, that was really scary too. Well, Doom Um, was supposed to be scary. Right, Um, yeah, that's true. I guess you could argue that that was the first scary. Mm -hmm. And there were were some Tomb Raider, you know, levels that were kind of creepy too. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I don't think, yeah, Super (laughs) Nintendo and N64, I don't think had a lot of like really scary stuff, but. Yeah, man, plays. Oh man, Resident Evil Two. This game is that game is so awesome. Yeah. Um. Oh man, I want to buy one and play it. Man, I'm in the mood for some like PlayStation One era video games. Yeah. Well, um. So Resident Evil Two is on the Switch. You can buy it. Um. You can order it. I don't think it's yeah. like the same. I think it's the. the I'm remake. thinking about buying a Switch. Oh man, they're great. Yeah. Mostly too because you can get online. And play, yeah, I mean, if you guys are playing like. Sh- what am I doing? Yeah, well, we recently started that. It's probably going to be more of a thing, which I hope so. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why I bought it. And all the friends that I have, like, long distance that have them, <laughs> we never play. We've not, we haven't done, even done it once. 
Um, so yeah, it, do you have to pay? You gotta figure out. Yeah, yeah, it's a yearly subscription. It's only like what, like twenty bucks or? Well, if you do, if you want all the stuff, it's like fifty bucks. Which, oh. like, dude, Jake, I, I will give you that. <laughs> I'll just give for like give the, yeah, the retro Christmas. games and everything. That's the expanded or whatever. You, you should pack. definitely do it. Yeah, because yeah. you could just get a switch and then just get that, and you. Well, have I'm in a raffle at work to win a switch. True. I'm probably not gonna win it, but you know, hey, I can. Hope dream. you do, man. I can dream. It would be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. All right. All right, All fellas. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Not much else to say. Um, so, yeah, this was something we did. I th- I think that this is a cool concept. We You know, we took some shitty movies we had to watch. We watched them all, and we did them all in one episode talking about them. Yeah. Um, I'm that uh, When you first launched that idea, I was like, that's weird, but I'm glad we did it. Cause who's that? Was that now, your idea, Adam? Yeah, it was Adam's idea. Because yeah. yeah. now we get to talk about the cool ones. Yeah. Get right to awesome. it. Awesome. Well, folks, um, yeah, bundle up wherever you are. Um, uh, please drive safe, man. I mean, like, just just drive safe. Uh, and be nice, man. Um, you know what I've been doing? I've talked about this before, and this is how bad I am about it. I have to keep reminding myself, like, it's simple, really, really. And I don't mean to be cheesy, but just, like, wake up and be thankful, man. Be thankful. Like, the, the, you know, if you can see... You know, be thankful that you can see that your body works and just be like, you know, man, this everything is great. Re- really do. I, kn- I know. I know it's like so lame and so overused. Yeah, but But every time I don't do that, um, <laughs> man, I just like, I don't start off good. And when I do do that, um, I start off so much better and I feel so much better. So, folks, man, come on. It's the holidays. Try that shit out. Stop yeah. fucking around, all right? You guys are retarded. Yeah, try Quit sleeping with the ones you love and sleep on yeah, the get floor. Get your ass like on the ground. Man. And when they complain, say, I'll hug you and hold you on the weekends. <laughs> All right. Um, folks from 1990, what presenting? Home Alone Rewind. Yeah. Almost said Halloween. I almost did it. I did. Well, <laughs> careful. Good well. job. If you say it, he's going to come. That's true. Come. All right. Well, we bid you a good night. Good night. Good night, y'all.